Well, as you guys can see right behind me, this is episode 20 of SK Double Take Podcast. That's uh, a big number for us. Uh, you know, we do one one episode a week, so we've been doing this for 20 weeks now. Uh, I'm still, this is Tabo. What do you think about that, man? Crazy. Dude, I cannot believe it's been 20 weeks so far. Um, it, you know, time flies, and it seems like this, this year's kind of going by pretty quick. But to think that we've already done 20 episodes of this podcast, um, when it doesn't even seem like that long ago, you text me and said, hey, like, let's do a podcast, you know? <laughs> um, so it's insane, man. I can't believe we're already at number 20. We're going to blink our eyes and we're going to be at 50. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be – and then by that time, it's going to be almost 2021 or 2022. Um, yeah. I can't believe it's been 20 episodes, man. Yeah, it's it's awesome. We're having a good time every week doing this, and fortunately, for twenty weeks now, we've kind of had different topics to talk about and discuss, and we're trying to change things up every week. And as you guys can see from our thumbnail and 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 the topic today is the big topic is is about the social media boxing matches that have been going on. You know, we've kind of touched base on that before, but so that's going to be about the beat, the middle of our of our podcast. You know, at the end of it, we'll be talking about sports, and and here for the next ten or fifteen minutes, we just have, you know, some of the big news items to cover. So if you guys are here for a certain topic, uh, the the boxing will be here in about ten or fifteen minutes, and at the end of our episode will be uh, the NFC East coverage as well as the NBA playoffs. So we always forget to kind of tell you guys that we know it's a uh, longer episodes, but for you guys that stay for the whole thing, we really appreciate you, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this video. Um, but first of all, uh, you know, I just got back from Lake Norris today. Cabo, I've been gone for a couple of days, had a, a four day weekend for a bachelor party. Um, had a long drive, you know, Chris and I, just Chris and I in the car, it's about five, five and a half hours. And we got up this morning and, and booked at home. So we're recording a little later than normal. And you guys might be watching this video a little later on Sunday if, if you watch it on Sunday. So that's why, uh, I look a little burnt. I got a lot of sun. <laughs> uh, you know, down south a little different than here in Ohio. So, um, dude, it, I don't know what your guys' weather was, but it's been hot these last couple I, days here. We we've I been like eighty eight degrees and just humid and ugh for like the last three days straight. So, it it was pretty much like that down there. They they've been getting a lot of rain like we just did last week because of how humid it's been. And this humidity, it's just like you're out of beach. You know, it reminds yeah. me of like Florida where it's just so humid Literally. and then it rains, it downpours for like 20 minutes and then the sun comes back out and it, it's 90 degrees and you're sweating again. So yeah. it's been pretty, it was pretty much the same weather as it is here. But, you know, yeah. I obviously need some energy. It's been a long, long weekend and nothing better than to come, come home to the first package from how we talked last episode, Tabo, from, from our, uh, from our good friends, uh, Glitch, I got my first package. Uh, this is the pink lemonade. It's probably hard to see because of the light there. But, um, yeah, I haven't tried this yet. This is a, a freshly poured pink lemonade Glitch drink. They also sent me a bunch of different flavors. So we'll keep you updated on, on our favorite flavors. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, see what this Glitch stuff's all about. Like I said, this is pink lemonade. So let's try it. You know what, Cabo? That's uh, I, what I really like about this is it's really smooth. Like you can't tell it's like the mix. You know what I mean? It tastes nice. pretty much like it's coming out of a can. 
really good consistency. But if you like pink lemonade, I I, I can does say it, that it tastes it taste like pink lemonade. Like, yeah. Okay, all right. That was that was a question because like yeah. I think pink lemonade sometimes you know with lemonades they could be too sweet or like too sour and I, and kind of tell them by your face you can't you obviously it's not too sour because you like pucker up. But I feel like lemonades right. are sometimes a little bit harder of a hard of a flavor to kind of hit and make really good. So um, I'm, I can't wait. I got. I've been slacking chat. I'm chat. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> streaming right now. I apologize. Right, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I've been slacking. I have not ordered any. I'm gonna order some as soon as this episode's over. I'm gonna do the variety packs that they send. Um, because I want to find a really good flavor. Sometimes I'm a little picky, I'm a little, I'm a little mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, so I'm going to find the, my favorite and I'm going to get a tub of that after I, after I sample all the other ones. So, but yeah, I, we're super awesome. excited. As you guys know, the link down below will take you straight to glitch. And also don't forget to use the code that's down below as well. And that'll save you 10% at checkout. So hashtag Absolutely. ad. Absolutely. <laughs> do it yeah um, and i'll let, i'll be letting you know throughout this episode how much energy it's given me and see see how it really works that way too so you'll get the full review uh um, steel starts bouncing off walls, we here. know why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely man but uh so yeah kaba other other than that you know my weekend was, was great with uh the trip to lake Norris. so it was a short week but i was i was still uh I had a, probably about 36 hours worth of work in three days, just, you know, oh, trying wow. to get everything ready and yeah. caught up. Um, but I can say the four week or four days at Lake Norris flew by. It flew by right. and uh, we were able to get out on the lake. We had a couple rental boats there and it, it was a good time. But how was That's your awesome, week? Man. Anything interesting happen? No, um, really another boring week at work, you know, same old, same old. But uh the good news is they uh, they've approved some time off for for us over the next couple of weeks. Um, so I got a couple of half days this coming week, and then a couple of half days the following week, um, which will be good, you know, just to get a little break from work because I really haven't had a break um, other than like you get a couple call in days or whatever, like quote unquote sick days, and I I'm, I never really get sick, so I just went ahead and used them on a couple of Fridays, you know, so. Uh, but other than that, man, just a boring week. I streamed really long yesterday. I did a nine-hour stream yesterday unplanned. I was just kind of hanging out. Um, it was, like, really, really humid yesterday, so I didn't really want to be outside or whatever. So I just started playing and just never got off. So, um, But, yeah, just a boring week, man. I hit a great workout yesterday. I'm super, super sore. My traps are sore. My triceps are sore. Um yeah, man, I'm feeling good. Nothing too crazy. Just a boring week. I'm excited for these half days coming up, you know, a couple little relaxing yeah. days. So, um, but yeah, man, I'm jealous of your lake weekend. That's for sure. It, it was nice. Like I said, you know how those trips can be, Cabo. It, they just fly by and, yeah. you know, in a blink of an eye. But I, I, I'm happy fun. to be back and getting... Yeah, I, yeah, and you know I've had two short weeks now at work in regards to how many days I work as a Memorial Day weekend, and then oh yeah, you know leaving uh, having Thursday and Friday off last week. So we'll see how a full five week uh, uh, work week <laughs> is, and you know which energy is going to come in uh, handy. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll, <laughs> Mid- I'll be having probably good. two of them a day. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> still gonna be like one for breakfast and one for lunch. <laughs> there you go. Oh uh, man, Kava, I don't know. I, I used to watch America's Got Talent um, every now and then. You know, if it was on TV or or if I saw so- something on online that looked like you know there's a couple good acts, I might turn it on and watch it. But I, I'm I'm really upset that I didn't know about this until it actually you know after it happened, but. For our hometown, Zanesville, Ohio, you know, around that area, there was a bunch of uh, Facebook shares and, and Instagram posts and Twitter posts about Nightbird. And I was like, what? You know, they, they said something about a golden buzzer, um, which that means they automatically go to the live shows, I believe, if they get the golden buzzer. So they don't have to keep going through the auditions and they're automatically put through to the live shows. And that's the best thing you can get on that show essentially at that point. Right. And yep. Especially from Simon. If anyone, if you guys know how <laughs> Simon is, he's probably the toughest, toughest judge to have. So she's, she's a singer Kaba, right? And not only is she a singer and she was, she's really good. She has an awesome voice. She wrote this, this song, um, it, you know, it's called It's Okay. Uh, over the past year, you, you know, with COVID, she's had a rough year, obviously. But on top of that, she has cancer. And she's been told that she has a 2% chance of surviving. And she's not an old, you know, she's young. She's a young girl. Um, yeah. I don't want to say she's much older than us, if not younger than us. Uh, she, I, I, I think she's exactly 30. I think, I think she was like 30 yeah, or 32. So, so she's only like three to five age, years older. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I, dude, like, we were just talking before this, Kava. You know, you said it put you to tears, and I, I'll tell you what it it got it had me emotional as well. And I know a lot of other people, not just from Zanesville. Obviously, it's cool for us since she's from our hometown, but all yeah. around the world, she's had tens of millions of views and shares on all the social media, which is just incredible. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, that. So the girls obviously from Zanesville, which I, so I actually saw the, the like Facebook post the day before, but I just, when I, a lot of times when I'm on Facebook, I don't really do too much. I don't really pay attention too often. I, I just look at some family stuff and I hop off. So I didn't really like pay too much attention about it. And I, I just saw like Zanesville girls going to be on, um, America's got talent. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's awesome. You know? And, um, then the next morning, the, the night after, I got on Facebook and it was like the first thing that popped up. I just had a few extra moments in the parking lot before work. I was like, you know what? Like, let me get this thing. Uh, let, let me listen to this thing. And I listened, man. And the way that she like Simon and everyone, they're like asking her like, what, like, what do you do with your life? And like, well, what are you doing? Da da da. And she's just like nonchalantly like, Oh yeah, I have cancer. Da da da. And, um, and then she like says like the song is about her past struggles and like what she's going through right now, just so nonchalantly, but like you could tell that's the confidence and kind of the strength that she's built up through all these hard times. And then the song in her voice, man, it was just, it was too much. And then Simon slapped that golden buzzer, man, and it, it, the waterworks just started. <laughs> and I was just like so happy for her. Um, cause you love to see people that are going through hard times like that, um, really have wins. Cause like, man, you get one life and hers right now is very questionable, um, with what she's got going on. And, um, it, it's, uh, 
yeah, it's tough, but I, I was so happy for her. And uh, she actually had a little performance. There's a place back in Zaysville called, called tech, I think technically Nashville or Nashville, <laughs> Nashport, um, Lazy Acres. She had a little performance there last night as well. Um, so she's definitely blown up uh, from her performance. And kudos to her. Nightbird, she's awesome. Uh, and if you Google Nightbird, um, I'm sure she'll be like one of the first things that pops up. Go check out her performance and uh you know it'll definitely move you guys for sure so no yeah it's her mindset um you know if if you're not motivated by her mindset then i don't think you have a heart or or a soul man you know it's she's going through so much in her life and for her to be up there just smiling the way she is and just talking how she is like i i have no idea how she's doing it um but it's definitely some motivation you know there could always be something worse going on in your life. And sometimes you yeah. might fall back uh, from, from having a mindset like that, but it, it really was an eye opener and, and makes me, yeah. you know, want to keep living or, or push even harder to, to have a mindset like that on a daily basis. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, sure. I know I'll be rooting for uh, the rest of the season and, you know, hopefully, hopefully she can make it far in that. And, you know, wish her nothing but the best with her health. Hopefully there's, you know, a miracle, uh, you know, the, I I know she's going to fight till the end, but you know, let's hope that her health, uh, starts getting a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So on to other news. Um, when we got off our, from recording yesterday and pretty much right when we, uh, uploaded our video, uh, for last typical week's episode. SNK uh, fashion, literally typical every fashion. Time, every <laughs> time, you know, we, we, we like our sports. We cover a lot of sports on here. And so we get off and Julio Jones signs with the Tennessee Titans. You know, we've talked a lot about him in the uh, recent weeks and, and, you know, the news that came out about him wanting out of Atlanta. And I really like this for, for the Titans and Julio. I mean, he got out of a, a better, you know, he's in a better situation now than he was in, in Atlanta. That's for sure right now. Tennessee's a playoff team. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's a great quarterback. He he continues to get better, it seems like. You already have A.J. Brown on the outside. So now you have two playmakers out there. And then obviously in the backfield, you have one of the best <laughs> running backs in the league right now. Literally. The train, the freight train back there in Derrick Henry. And this offense is going to be freaking scary, man. It's going to be scary man. if they can all stay healthy. Yeah, literally, that's what I was going to say. If they can stay healthy all year long, man, they are going to be a phenomenal team. I forget where I placed them when we talked a couple weeks ago about their division, but, you know, they have to be favorites now, man. And, um, you know, Julio, he's a little bit older of a guy, yeah, but – He's an absolute beast, and um, I don't think – I think with adding him, that A, frees up Derrick Henry a little bit more, so he's going to be able to sling the ball. That frees up AJ. Um, it, dude, it, it's just going to be – they're, they're going to be a real deal team this year, and um, they were really good last year, and adding someone like this to the roster just makes it even better. Um, and it's going to be one of those things, you know, uh, they're going to be top – Top of the NFL this year, I believe. If everyone stays healthy, you know all that good stuff. 
Um, they had a pretty good defense last year too. So a very well-rounded football team uh, with the Tennessee Titans, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be scary. And, you know, I don't like it with being a Browns fan and, <laughs> you know, another another good player coming to the AFC uh, side. And, you know, obviously the Browns might have to be playing the Titans if, if they both make it in the playoffs. And uh, yeah, they're going to be a tough team to beat. Um, you yep. know, the, they've been there. Uh, they have a nucleus that's that's been there for the past couple of years. And, you know, they continue to grow and get better every year. Um, you know, their coaching staff is, is gaining experience. And, dude, if if you play them at the wrong time, uh, you're going to be in trouble. Um, so For sure. I, I really like it. For if You know, if you're a Titans fan, uh, you couldn't ask for anyone better as a wide receiver right now with that team, I don't think. Um, but health is going to be the biggest concern. You know, like you said, it's going to be the biggest question mark. But I'm I'm really excited to see how Julio does because, you know, the past couple of years, he's still been great, obviously. But Atlanta's offense never started clicking. And Matt Ryan was struggling there for a while. So it's going to be exciting to see, you know, if Tannehill is, is playing like he has been. You know, Julio is going to have a chance of uh, having a lot of catches and yards and, you know, pat the – Pat the stats, pat the stats for, for, for Julio this year. So we'll see uh, how that plays out, but it should be exciting yeah, to watch for sure. For sure. Literally. Yeah. Um, I mean, lots ahead. of, lots of threats on the outside, man. So it's going to be, they're a very well-rounded football team and, and I'm, I'm excited to watch them and I'm excited to see what Julio can do outside of Atlanta, man. You know, I, I think Atlanta is now finally in that phase where they're starting to rebuild, like really, really rebuild. And that means probably only a, another season or two for Matty Ice, you know, if I had to make an assumption. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's going to be obviously see how Atlanta does this year. But yeah, I, th- I think they're definitely going to start rebuilding. Uh, you know, it's going to start with the, with the quarterback here, whether that's like you said, the end of this year or, or next year and what they decide to do with him. So, that that's definitely going to be interesting, but don't expect Atlanta to do anything uh, too 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 good this year. <laughs> they ain't winning no Super Bowl uh, this year, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't think so, but I, I guess you never know a sports that you know there's surprises <laughs> every year with that. But Literally. Tyler, I had a I had a question for you real quick. I don't know, oh, have you God, ever really been into the solar system kind of stuff, like? through school or, or just out of curiosity, have you ever like kept up with the solar system or tried learning more than what you had uh, to in school? <laughs> you know, not necessarily. I think, I think solar systems and space and everything is freaking awesome. Um, I don't know much about it, but I think it's really cool. I think there's a lot going yeah. on out there, but um, yeah. yeah, not, not necessarily. Uh oh, here we go. Steel's about to hit me with a hammer, make no. me make me look like a fool. <laughs> no, no I, <laughs> this one's not nothing crazy. I, I did you know that any of the solar system or any of the planets in the solar system spun backwards? Did you know, like there's one planet, and if obviously I, I doubt you knew that, but could you could you I take a not. guess at what 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 planet do you think spins backwards? The only one, Earth. The only one. No. Uh, that's probably what I would have guessed too, uh, just because, you know, it makes sense, but it's Venus. So that's your science lesson of the day, Kaba. You learn something new every day. And for you guys out there that, that didn't know that, 
like I said, every every week we're going to give you something you can go to your teachers, to your parents, to your friends, and say, hey, listen, look, I learned this on SK Double Take podcast, right? So Venus is the only planet in the solar system that spins backwards. Don't forget it. Um, so that, no they, yeah, you know what? You learn something new every day. I just learned that too. I'm going so. to go to my boss tomorrow and be like, did you guys know Venus spins <laughs> backwards? Bet you did it. I do. Yeah. You know, it's always nice to be a more uh, a well-rounded individual. So the more you know, the that's better. Right. And yes. maybe that's never going to help you in your life, but that just puts more information into your brain, gives your brain a little and workout and yeah. you know, mental <laughs> mental uh, mental health. You know, it can help build build some positive vibes up in your brain. That didn't that's make right. sense, but you know what I mean. Um, anyhow, so. This is the main topic here, and I, I know Cobb and I have some things to talk about with some of this stuff. So you obviously, over the past couple of episodes, have kind of come to find out that Cobb and I might not be the biggest fans of the Paul brothers, especially Jake, um, you know, and kind of what they've been doing uh, with this whole boxing thing. But But now you see it, of course, you know, the Paul brothers started doing this, and now it's like, it's so popular now. Boxing just all Everyone's of a sudden became popular it. with all these YouTubers, TikTokers, all the social media content creators are are acting like they have beef or, you know, maybe some of them do, but I feel like some of this is, is for the views and, you know, for the for the money. For the um, content, baby. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I, I kind of have some mixed uh, feelings about this, Kyle, because so obviously I like it. Fight it out. If you have a problem, fight it out. Then rather than be yeah. on social media, you know, using using Twitter your thumbs to fight for exactly. So I, I like that if you, they do have problems, they're fighting it out, and you know, it's not too dangerous when it comes to the boxing. And I know some of these have have good protection um, in, in some of these fights and and things like that. But also, I don't like it just because it is for show, like. Some of these, like, I didn't even watch some of these other guys that fought this weekend in regards to, I don't even know what that was called, um, where the YouTubers and TikTokers was like, fought it, each other. and It was like Battle of the Platforms, I think it was what it was called or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's what it, it was, was like isn't it? YouTube in Miami, TikTok, yeah. Yeah, so we'll talk about that here in a little bit because, you know, I, I just don't really like it. Um, Kaba did his research. Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry, guys. I got yeah. you. I did yeah. my research. <laughs> you got it. The first one we're going to talk about, obviously, is Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul. Um, you know, it was last Sunday night, um, so we weren't able, able to really cover it then. But Kaba, did did you happen to buy it, or did you happen to watch it? Well, you know, I, I definitely didn't buy it, but, you know, I did watch it. I did. I watched some of it. Um, I fell asleep because I'm old and tired, you know, and it was kind of later. Um, so, obviously, with the fight, it was a quote-unquote exhibition. So, there was no winner, no matter what. The only way that there was a winner is if someone got knocked out. Um, and if you guys saw it, it was, I don't want to say a terrible fight, but Logan Paul got in there and survived with the, one of the, probably the greatest boxer of our time, um, which is like in his defense, like pretty cool. But at the same time, if you ever watch a professional boxing match and then you watch this boxing match, 
They're two totally different things. Um, a lot of Logan's um, strategy was he was trying to land like a couple big shots here and there, you know. But if Floyd would catch him or whatever, he would just hug Floyd and clinch. Um, now, if you watch a real boxing match, when they clinch, they're still like throwing some bombs, um, some good shots. That didn't really happen. Um, but uh, Floyd did at one point literally put his forearm in Logan's throat and like pushed him away and said, get off me. But um, yeah, it was like, I obviously, if you look at stats, Floyd definitely won the fight. Like if there was a winner, Floyd won the fight because he hit 40% of his punches. Logan landed 13%. You know, 13% is pretty good for, for you know, your second ever boxing match. A against YouTube the, star. <laughs> yeah. And, like, fighting the best boxer of all time. Like, that's not, like, terrible. But, you know, I think the reason, like, a lot of people want to see Logan just get beat up. But it's hard for someone to beat the other person up, especially in boxing when the other guy's just hugging you the whole time. Like, you can't really throw punches when you're just being held the whole time. Um, and you guys probably seen all the memes by now of, oh, I want to make, like, $100 million just to hug somebody and, like, all that stuff. Um, but Floyd Floyd did do some damage on Logan, which was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, man, it, it was, like, it was an all right fight. I mean, kind of what I expected. I didn't think Floyd was going to go in there and be able to really knock him out because I knew that Logan wasn't going to sit there and trade back and forth with him. So, Well, I can tell you this Logan Paul-Floyd Mayweather fight proved my theory in regards to them just being there for the money, right? Floyd obviously has made a lot of money in his past. Logan Paul's making a lot of money doing what he does. And there was a time during this fight, Kaba, where it's a timeout, you know, they're in their corner getting water and stuff. And Floyd's trainer pretty much, or no, it was Logan's trainer, you know, told him to pretty much hang in there. You know, he goes, Floyd, Floyd knows the deal. You know, he's, he's going to keep you up. He's going to let you finish pretty much is what the trainer said. And that, that video got leaked. Um, take it as it is. Um, but you know, it was pretty much like they knew Floyd wasn't going to try knocking Logan out because I, I feel like Floyd could have knocked him out if he really wanted to, um, if he was actually trying to, to win the fight. But you know, the longer this fight goes on, the more money, you know, they're, they're making both of them are, are making the lit. If it goes the full rounds, they're going to make a certain amount of money, this and that, um, who knows? Maybe the maybe Logan Paul also like was like, "Hey, if you don't knock me out, I'll throw you an extra million dollars." Who knows? That's a conspiracy theory there, right? But some of that, like, it, it's pretty much right on video. Uh, the guy got caught saying it, um, but it is what it is. You know, these guys are professionals at what they do. They're millionaires for a reason. Um, but you know, that kind of stuff just aggravates me sometimes. Uh, I didn't buy the fight. I, I was able to watch it. I didn't. I don't think I watched it all. I, I was like, I'm done watching this. Uh, you know, I'm not yeah. staying up for the rest of this fight. Um, but you can just tell it's obviously about the money with that. It, it had nothing to do with oh, you know, wanting to win a boxing match. Um, it, it was more for the for all the eyes, uh, for all the views, and and the money that comes from that. So I I, I just yeah. didn't like it. Uh, it didn't entice me. Like if they say, Oh, we're going to fight again. I definitely wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't care to watch it. You know, if there's, 
uh, a rematch I, or something. But you know, on that card, one which I know we don't have this on the on the sheet, but the fight that really was really really good was Ojo Cinco. Um, he fought that bare knuckle boxing dude. I don't know. I don't know his name, but Chad looked good, man. He he looked. Uh, he's definitely you could tell has been training a long, long time. He said he's always kind of hit the mitts and everything. Um, to stay in shape for football, and um, he looked really good, man. He was popping off good looking jabs, uh, landed some big shots. He did get caught one time, get knocked down. That was a pretty good punch by the other guy. Um, but uh, yeah, man, and there, I think their fight was only like three rounds or something like that, four. Um, so nothing crazy, but Chad looked really, really good. Um, I would love to see. Chad and the other guy is what a boxing match really should look like. Um, with Logan and Floyd, it was not that way. Uh, you know, it was a lot more clenching and hugging and maybe a little kissing. So, um, but uh, yeah, man, I, I think definitely for for a everyone knows that Floyd has money and Floyd's Mayweather Floyd's name comes with money. So if you put Floyd on a card, people are going to buy it no matter what, because he puts on a show every time. Um, he's the best boxer of all time of our generation, maybe of all time, you know, um, just depending, but he, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, it was definitely a, a good way to secure a lot of money for these two. Um, just in their, you know, in their ways. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely, I don't buy them personally. I don't buy these fights. Um, I, you know, it's just, I, I spend money on the big UFC fights, but you know, on, on these like celebrity boxing ones, I just, you know, there's no point in spending money on them. I really, unless, unless like this Tyron Woodley, Jake Paul one, I really might buy some, buy this one because I want to see Jake get rocked. And if that and if that has the smallest possibility of happening, I think I'm in. So no. um, I think yeah. I I might pay for that one. But uh, yeah, you know, if they fight again, Mayweather and and Logan, I you know I'm not in. You know, I don't want to watch. I don't mm-hmm. care. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with um, you on that. I mean, and and with some of these fights too, like with the social media ones, especially the smaller ones. You're going to end up seeing videos and stuff on social media because they're probably going to post it, especially if they win. Uh, they'll probably oh, yeah. you know, use that as their TikToks or make a YouTube uh, video about it. Um, you know, you see it all over Twitter, obviously. And I, like you said, I'm not going to waste my money on it because if I really do care about one of these guys that are fighting, I'll still be able to see the video. Um, yeah, but I, I just literally. don't like feeding into the reason why they're doing this. Like, why all of a sudden is everyone boxing each other like just out of nowhere oh i i forgot to say i hate this youtuber so we're going to be boxing you know and it's like we'll be talking about this this one bryce hall which is one of the bigger tiktokers now you know he's a younger guy and then austin mcbroom's a big youtuber you know like those two used to hang out and i'm sure they will continue to hang out after this but like they were in videos and stuff together always hung out and then all of a sudden it turned in i hate this guy i'm gonna i'm gonna kill him Pretty much. I'm yeah. on, I can't wait to knock them out. And, you know, like I said, why, why wouldn't they fight when one's the bit, one of the biggest TikTokers and one's one of the biggest YouTubers right now, put them together. And now you're getting views from both sides and your name's getting thrown out there that maybe some of these people didn't know who you were. Literally. So I, I, I just, I know that's the big reason people are doing this, but I, I just can't jump on board. 
you know, unless nah. someone wants to try fighting you and I, Kaba, and you know, we get to get in in this, uh, then yeah. you know, Put maybe I'll coach a little more. But so, yeah. if anyone wants to I'm call ready. us out to fight, we're ready. But other than that, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. But yo, know, hundred hundred thousand, uh, I'm in. You know, not it don't even <laughs> have to be a million. <laughs> we're, we're cheap. We're cheap dates. You know. Yeah, you know? <laughs> literally. You got to give me a little percentage of that uh, pay-per-view revenue, though, you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but like, like I just mentioned a couple minutes ago, obviously Jake Paul is fighting Tyron Woodley here in the next uh, – I think it's happening at the end of August, I believe, maybe end of July. Um, I can't remember. But they had their first, like, media day slash, like, uh, whatever you want to call it, um, where they just – Pose for pictures, they talk smack, they talk to the media, da-da-da. Well, it's funny because there's a lot of, like, memes going around and a lot of – I watched the video. So, obviously, with boxing, you got to square – you got to do your your uh, square off. And you're literally standing there. And Tyron's looking Jake, like, through Jake. Like, looks like he's going to kill him. And Jake will not look up at Tyron. Like, literally will not look him in the eyes. Um, I don't know if it's, like, a disrespect thing, but the the media and everyone's making it like, like uh, a Jake's scared of Tyron thing, um, which, honestly, I don't blame him. Tyron's a scary dude. Um, I would be terrified um, squaring up against him. But, uh, you know, that's not a good look for the outside viewers um, into, like, how Jake's feeling. Um, unless it's like a disrespect thing and Jake's got it like under control, you know, then that's good. Whatever, do your thing. But, um, you know, I think when you're squaring off, you got to be able to stare your opponent in the face, you know. So, um, but I've seen it plenty of times in UFC fights, stuff like that, where, where they don't even look at each other. You know, the one will look at the ground um, or above them and well, whatever. So we'll see. But I thought that was kind of funny that the did you see any of that? I know a lot of that happened while you were on vacation, but no, um, I saw I saw a video of it on my way way back today. Actually, yeah, it's you know Jake does look terrified, um, but also <laughs> I th- I think he did that. Um, I don't know which one it was. I think he was doing it, and like you said, I I, I think it might be a disrespect thing. Um, yeah, because Not surprising I, I, coming I, from Jake. Yeah, and I I would I don't want to say like Jake would be wouldn't be scared of him, but. I mean, you saw what he did with Floyd Mayweather, you know, just in broad daylight, yeah. taking his hat. I, I don't really think he's scared. I, I do think it's more of like the disrespect, like, oh, you don't, you shouldn't. I'm not going to waste my time looking at you in the eye. Like, I don't respect you kind of thing. Just to yeah. throw more stuff out there for people to talk Start, about like we are right now. Yeah, you know? <laughs> giving so, us our content for the week. <laughs> exactly. But I, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, you know, if Jake Paul gets knocked out, I'll be happy. And hopefully that would stop him from doing this dumb stuff he's been doing with boxing. You know, I want yeah. someone to end his boxing career, um, yeah. essentially, just because I, I don't care for it. You know, it's just a waste of people's time. And, you know, it's a waste of space on all these social media platforms where I have to scroll down and I see 20 different things about it. I don't really yeah. care. Um uh, you know about it so yeah i i hope tyron woodley uh you know gets the best of them but we'll see like i said i, I just have a feeling the paul brothers have have like agreements with these guys like hey you know like we'll box you you're going to make a lot of money from it um you know just 
don't knock me out, you know, just go the distance. Let's fight each other, have a good time. You know, let's, let's act like we hate each other out there for the people, for the world to see and go on with our day. That's how I'll think until some, you know, they, they prove me otherwise, you know, maybe if Tyron Woodley does knock Jake out, then I'll be I like, think hey, this might right, be the one. I hope so. This might be I, the I one. I really do. That would be great. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would yeah. be happy. I'd be happy. <laughs> Still would be happier to think that than, uh, than to think what he's thinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, in, a, in like a little bit more positive news, you know, Jake and Tyron's mom were both at this media day. And, um, you know, they ended up hanging out with each other and just chit-chatting and kind of hanging out um, and just reminiscing, talking about raising their kids, you know, stuff that moms do. Um, and then they like, and then they were talking and uh, they were both saying how they like to, you know, consume a few adult beverages before their sons fight because it gives them so much like stress and anxiety that their, that their kids are getting in there and fighting. Um, I know... I know my mom was never happy when I got into little scuffles when I was a kid. She was always pissed and stressed out. So um, I can only imagine how these moms feel, especially Tyron's mom, who he does this for a living. Um, Jake's kind of new to it, but his mom, I guarantee, is super stressed out. But it's kind of cool that the two opponents' moms are just, you know, hanging out, you know, just kind of chilling. I thought that was kind of a little cool little footnote in there. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes it seem even more fishy to me. Yeah, maybe <laughs> these guys are, are all friends and hang out on the weekends. And the moms aren't good. At, the moms aren't good at hiding it. Yeah, feels like it feels like they're all wrapped in it. The moms are getting paid too. It's a one big conspiracy theory. Uh, you oh, know, maybe man. the mom should have started like fighting. You know, maybe uh, Jake's mom should have like grab grab. Uh, Tyron's mom by the hair or something, you know, to start something. Oh my god! Yeah, these are like six-year-old ladies. Still, I'm sure they're past this. (laughs) You know who would love it if they would have done that is Jake and Logan Paul. They'd have been they'd have been so proud of their mom if if she would have done that. Um, I know. No, I'm just kidding. Kind of. (laughs) Kind Kind of. of. Um, so uh, another fight that I mentioned was uh, Bryce Hall and Austin McBroom. Bryce Hall is the big TikToker. Austin's a, a YouTube star. Um, they fought last night, um, and this was with you know the fights of a bunch of th- these different social media content creators. So there's a, a bunch of different fights that happened last night, and Bryce and Austin were kind of like the bigger, um, the bit. They were the, the main event. They were the main event. Yes. And I don't know why, um, because, I mean, Bryce Hall got knocked out. Austin McBroom was a lot bigger. He was uh, he was in better physical shape than Bryce. And I, I just don't think Bryce is even close to, like, a boxer. I mean, Austin McBroom looks good. Uh, you can tell he has some better techniques than Bryce does. But, I mean, this one was really bad, too, to watch in regards to, like, the, the press conference, Cobb, I don't know if you saw any videos of that, but there's like a little brawl, like Bryce, like yeah. tried chasing him, like chasing him down. And McBroom pretty much just put his hand down, like stiff armed him. And Bryce like fell to the ground. <laughs> fell on his face. And it looked like a little like yeah. kindergarten fight or something. I don't know. It was, it was really yeah. weird. But like I said, then there was a video of them, like after that, having a conversation, like 
shaking each other's hands afterwards, like getting ready to walk home for the day. Like, Hey, good job today, man. Way to sell that. You know, like, yeah, we're going to make so much money from this. I I literally saw a video of that. So I, I don't know what that was about. You know, it it was a little weird. Um, Like I understand uh, to an extent of, you know, when you fight somebody like the leading up is always the trash talk or whatever, and then you fight, and then like you know, most of the time you have respect for the other person, unless like you genuinely like hate that person. Like right. um, Connor, Connor, and uh, Connor McGregor, and uh, who is it? I think it was. Uh, oh, I can't think of his name. The the Russian guy who's just absolutely insane. Uh, Khabib. What is it? Khabib. Khabib. Khabib yeah. yeah, Khabib. Like, they absolutely hate each other. Connor pays respect because, you know, Khabib's a monster, but they hate each other. But in most times, you see them pay respects after the fight because uh, you just beat the hell out of each other for the last 30 minutes, you know. So, leading up to this fight, Bryce is talking all this smack. You know, Bryce is, I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to knock him out. Bryce even went on to say, I've been in 40-plus street fights, never lost one, you know. And, like, street fights and boxing are totally different. Um, but I mean, kind of similar concepts, whatever, but boxing is like legit. So, um, you know, Bryce is talking all this smack, man. And then he goes out and the deal was all the way up to like two days before the fight is if Austin loses and gets knocked out that he has to give a million dollars of his earnings to Bryce. Then two days before the fight, Austin's like, well, I have to give up something. If I lose, why don't you give up something? And Bryce is like, why don't you – Or and Austin's like, why don't you put a million on it? You know, if you're so confident you're going to knock me out, put a million down of your money. And if he's like, if I knock you out, you owe, you know, I get a million of your money. So then they fight. McBroom beats the crap out of Bryce, like absolutely obliterates him. Now the finish is kind of questionable. Um, I don't know if you watched the video, but Bryce just got it, got just beat up the entire fight, but they like clinch up and McBroom like throws Bryce and the ref counts it as a knockdown. And that's technically Bryce's second knockdown of that round. So he stops the fight. Um, so technically I don't think it should have been a TKO. Um, at that point, I think. Bryce would have ended up knock or McBroom would have ended up knocking out Bryce no matter what. But um, you know, then in the press conference at the end of the fight, Bryce comes out and is like, "Yeah, I'm not a fighter. I'm not a boxer." Da da da. And I'm like, "Dude, why? Like you said, you were in forty plus street fights. Like right. you said, you fight all the time. Like da da da. Um, when they're really just him and his boy Taylor Holder, I think, are just a couple pretty boys who who act tough." Um, and, and it was Austin McBroom looked good, man. He was landing some solid shots. I think that might be the first celebrity fight where there was actually blood. So that was kind of cool. Um, he, he busted Bryce up quite a bit. So that was kind of awesome. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think they, they hugged it out. I think they did a really good job at selling the fight. I think that's what their job was. I don't think they really have beef with each other. Um, but I think they both saw an opportunity to make a lot of money. And then they really did put on like a pretty decent show. Like I would pay for that fight over what I saw from Floyd and Logan. And he did. Yeah. So. I mean, and a lot of these fights from this weekend there, they were there. There were some good fights there, right? 
Um, but dude, just thinking about it, like what I, all I could think about while you're going through that conversation is like thinking of like, I've seen Bryce Hall on TikTok before, you know, he's a, he's younger than us, Kava, and yeah, his like life 21. right now, his life right now is literally, he lives in a house with a bunch of other TikTok stars and they yep. make TikToks every day. And, you know, now they have a bunch of like commercials they're shooting or, you know, obviously this boxing stuff going on. So training for that. But like their life is just so crazy because of TikTok. Like just thinking yeah. that Bryce Hall, Bryce Hall, probably not a whole lot of people know who Bryce Hall is if it wasn't for TikTok. I know he had a decent following on on other social medias leading up until TikTok, you know, before he blew up on TikTok. But like TikTok has made him the celebrity he is today. Yeah. And like he's Literally. making millions of dollars from making TikToks, you know, obviously that comes with sponsorships and this and that. And now, you know, the fights like this, and then that leads into him, you know, a YouTube channel growing exponentially due to TikToks following. And, and just thinking of that in my head, like I could not imagine being in that situation right now if that was like us, you know, like yeah, literally. literally that... All he had to worry about during this time was to make sure he kept making TikToks and then worry about learning how to box. Training. Apparently, yeah. like you said, he, he changed his stories a couple times. So he did, <laughs> isn't a boxer. He was a fighter, you know, all this stuff, whatever. But, like, yeah. it's just so crazy thinking about, like, Bryce Hall and all those guys. Like you said, Taylor Holder, they're TikTok stars, and they're famous because of 30-second 10 second videos that they make, you know, like, well, Dan, it's, you know, it's, fu it's funny it's because insane. like it, the clip was like Bryce saying he's been in 40 plus street fights and then it shows all his dancing TikToks like in a row, <laughs> which is what he's like known for. Um, and so I thought that was pretty funny, but yeah, man, like literally they, I mean, they're con they're full-time content creators. So shout out to them. They're living the life that we're trying to get to, but it's like, that's what he had, like literally his job. And luckily you know, his content could rely around this boxing thing, you know, like, so literally, like, he didn't really have to stress content too much. He like, he just does his boxing stuff, films it, puts out a couple trash talk videos, you know, that's his content for the week. Um, yeah. Same thing with the rest of these guys. I mean, that's literally it. Um, and so yeah, so, you know, it, I lucky them, you know, if I was in their position and doing that, um, you know, I, I'd be doing the same thing, you know, not necessarily fighting random people just for, for money. <laughs> but I mean, if the opportunity arose, you know, I would do it. But, uh, you know, yeah, um, yeah I mean, it, to an extent and their all their other channels, I guarantee blow up because of this fight. Like their YouTube, like you said, like their following just continue to grow throughout this whole thing. Um, whether it's negative or positive, followers are, are going to be there, you know. So I, I mean, in, thanks. You know, like Bryce makes YouTube uh, videos, but that's not why he is who he is, like I said. But yeah. now, like, if he if he had someone following him around with a vlog camera or he was vlogging himself, <clears throat> you know what? how many people would watch that video of him saying, like, all right, you know, you're going to come with me to all my trainings. We're going to go through the process together. You know how many people Literally. would watch that video? Millions. Millions of people would watch Dude. a video of someone just, just following him around for, you know, the month that he was training for it and making, he can make a couple videos out of it, you know, leading up till the fight day. And then it, all it could literally be like a stuff. summer shredding. Yeah. It could be like a summer shredding series, man. 
Like, I mean, I'm sure I, I don't, I don't follow any of these guys on literally there. I, there's one person from this fight card that I follow. Um, and still probably knows who it is just looking at the list, but the rest of these guys, I, I don't follow them. They'll, they'll pop up on my TikTok for you page every now and then. Cause I follow yeah, like exactly. UFC stuff. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's like, I mean, they made some serious content. I guarantee their whole freaking thing was their TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all of it was just their boxing stuff for like the last couple months, however long they, this has been going on, you know? So a lot of good content for those guys. <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to say you and I are fighting each other or something, Kava, so that way, you know, we don't have to worry about editing videos too much. We just start going uh, – Going and working yep. out, um, you know, training, and we'll talk shit about each other, and then we'll just post yep. it on our stuff, you know, of the two guys that do a podcast together fighting because we just hate yeah. each other now. So it's not know, S and K double take anymore; it's S single take, and then we got <laughs> K. I don't have a, I don't have a clever one for me. <laughs> yeah. So here, coming soon, we're gonna be. Uh, announcing our fight Cabo. so um other than that like i'm looking down at these names like i i know taylor holder just because of you know tiktok and like you said like i've seen a couple videos and you know some like a recommended tweet for some reason sometimes about these guys that's how i know about them but the only other one and it's the one that you know you said you follows and that's uh jarvis he's a phase member so he's known yeah. as phase jarvis um what, meaning so the phase phase is the big gaming uh clan community exactly he's got the yeah. shirt on um unintentionally you know, <laughs> but <laughs> like yesterday you see all these big phase members that are like really high up in phase and that's swag um you know and then his his whole crew you know yeah, yeah there's a bunch of them phase rug and some of you guys probably are like who the hell are these guys but they're they're really big gamers and phase is a big community now. And they have a bunch of phase members that have millions of followers on, on their Twitch, on their Twitch or YouTube channel and Twitter and TikTok and things like this. So, you know, for, for Jarvis, that was a big win for not only him, but for the face community. I mean, the face yeah. communities are already huge, obviously one of the biggest gaming communities out there, but something like this, that just helps not only Jarvis, but phase as a whole. And you see that, like, I know they're going to support each other, but there was like 20 plus phase members at the fight last night, you know? Literally, so, I, Yeah. I, I mean, you said it nail on the head. I mean, it's huge for phase and for Jarvis, man. Um, I mean, it put phase phase two is like one of, I don't want to say one of the only ones, but they have like more than just gamers on their roster too. Right. Um, right. And, and like they have Bronny who LeBron James son, um, obviously he's not just a full-time gamer. Like he plays video games, but he's a basketball player, you know? Um, Kyler Murray. Yeah. Kyler Murray K one, like he plays Fortnite, but he's a court. He's the quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, you know? <laughs> right. Um, so it's like phase is massive. And, you know, the owners or the original guys that started FaZe are FaZe Banks and FaZe Temper, who were both there. And Temper is a bad man. Like, he – I don't know. I think he trains, like, jujitsu or something like that. But I know he's been working with Jarvis um, a lot. And Jarvis came out and looked good, man. Um, yeah, he did. And 
if you've heard the name, if you guys have ever played Fortnite or anyone you know has played Fortnite, they know FaZe Jarvis because he got banned on stream for showing his community what aimbot looks like. And, um, <laughs> and Fortnite has an anti-cheat that literally bans people on the spot and it's indefinite and you can never come back to Fortnite. And Jarvis was one of the best and top content creators there were in Fortnite at that time. He got banned like on the spot. Um, FaZe did not drop him, so he was lucky enough for that. But um, he's gone on to other things such as beating up other tic- – like little TikTok kids. Um, yeah. But uh, Jarvis actually looked really good. He actually won um, – I think it was in the second round, but by knockout, man. He was just piecing on this kid and hit him with a very nasty left hook and just dropped him, man. Um, it, it was actually – I mean, once again – you know, the, these uh, YouTube TikTok kids are putting on better fights than like Logan Paul and Jake Paul. Like, I personally think these fights were way better than any fight Logan and Jake have done so far. So, no, yeah, but, yeah, I, Jar- I agree. And, uh, you know, FaZe earlier this week, I know we mentioned Kyler Murray and Bronny. They were, FaZe is actually on the July, I think it's July, June or July cover of sports illustrated so you know the gaming scene's blowing up a lot so a lot of big wins for for phase over these last couple of days so no that's that's awesome for phase and you know that just gets to the point of of what we've talked about kata like with all the streaming and video game stuff going on like for it to be on the cover of sports illustrated like obviously Bronny and kyler murray's in the picture so you know i i see like the that sports connection with that as well and now the, these video games, the esports, are are becoming real sports, or people look at it that yeah. way, right? And Absolutely. obviously, that's that's changed. Times have changed since we were kids, like we've talked about before. But it's Literally. just insane to see that, you know. Like yeah. here we are, you know, growing up, everyone's like, "Oh, video games is a waste of time. Doing this and that's a waste of time. You need to focus on school. You know, if you play sports, focus on that, and and that's that." You know, good play yeah. outside, do this and that. I wouldn't change anything for the world, you know, growing up how I did. Um, but it, it's yeah. just crazy to see all these guys that are where they are today because of video games or because of making a TikTok or a, a YouTube page. Like, it is just insane how people's lives are now because of technology, pretty much, you know, and social media and things like that. Like obviously some of these streamers, one of the reasons why they've grown so much is because of social media. You know, there's some of these guys that have posted TikToks and they might've only had a couple thousand, a couple hundred followers on, on their streams. And now they have millions of followers just because they posted a sweet video or they're, you know, a good TikTok or something like that. And it's just, it, it blows my mind every day thinking about, it, especially Cabo with us sitting here, you know, doing this podcast, we, we post stuff every day on all of our social media outlets. And it's like, there's people that do this and they're getting millions of views, even if it's like the worst content you could release. And yeah. you know, we're, we're here doing what we do. Um, wouldn't change it for the world. Like I said, it's just so weird to, to think about. And I could talk about it for hours with, you know, how yeah. some of these guys, their lives are because of social media and stuff like that. So it's pretty crazy. For sure. And now, um, but I don't, you know, I don't know about you. Uh, I, I think you know we kind of covered the big ones. I, I don't know if yeah, you're going to touch up on one, but 
you know, I don't know the rest of these three guys. You know, the the only one so DDG versus Nate Wyatt, no clue who that is. DDG won by unanimous decision. Deji versus Vinny Hacker. Vinny won by TKO or by KO. Um, don't know who either of those guys are. Um, and then the I know this dude by Gib. He, I know he goes by Gib. And then Taylor Holder, obviously, that's Bryce's uh, boyfriend. Um, <laughs> they actually <laughs> they actually ended in a draw, which really should not have been a draw. Gib really should have won. Um, the stats, the stat differential was just insane. Um, that's all I really have to say about it. I don't know any of these other guys. Um, I don't follow them. I don't know any of them. But those, those – uh, the phase Jarvis and, and the McBroom and Bryce fight. Uh, those ones were kind of interesting. I know there, I don't have these kids names on the list. I don't know their names, but there was one set of du- of guys that were literally like teeing off on each other. And it was a phenomenal fight. I don't remember their names, but it was a really good fight. And they just beat the crap out of each other for the whole thing. Um, and one of them ended up knocking out the other guy, but I, I forget their names, but it- Yes. You know, Cabo, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, long story short, so, you know, if Bryce Hall or Taylor Holder or some of these guys, if, if they're looking for someone else to fight, if they want to, you know, redeem themselves, I know Bryce probably wants to redeem himself after, you know, the embarrassment uh, from last night's fight. You know, Cobb and I are, are willing to, one of us are willing to, to take that fight. I'm sure we'd bring in millions of people uh, with our support. So, Bryce, Absolutely. Bryce or Taylor, the whole town guys, of Zanesville. Let's do this since you know you and I are, are are good friends. Let's get those two guys, Bryce Hall and Taylor Holder. Let's let's fight. Let's go. Uh, never boxed yeah. before, really. You know, besides what we do at the Brick House and things like that. But guys, we're calling you out. So yeah, let's go. Come it's on. It's your time. You know, I I will have to. You know, we'll we'll have to do something other than the uh, than the whatever federation you guys were in because I neither of you guys are gonna. I, I got. I'll come down some weight classes, you know, but I know you guys weigh like 170 pounds a piece. So um, even even on your guys' little SARM regimen, you guys do. Um, so you know, but I'll, I'll meet you guys in the middle. We we can have like a like a 15 pound weight differential or something something like that. You know, we can figure it out. But I'm in. Put me in, yeah. coach. So, so now that we got the, you know, the fake fighting out of the way um, and talking about that, we can talk a little bit about the real stuff with the UFC fights of last night. Kava, I, obviously I've seen some of the videos and stuff, but I wasn't able to watch it last night. Um, But, you know, Nate Diaz coming back was a big thing for a lot of people. Nate Diaz hasn't fought in a while and um, people were excited to see him back, Um, but he did end up getting beat by Leon Edwards uh, with the decision, right? It wasn't a knockout. I believe it was no. the decision. Um, but I saw a picture Nate. of like Nate's face, and he looked like he took a couple shots. <laughs> Nate Nate got rocked. So you know the whole the whole five round fight. Nate is just getting beat down, man. Nate Nate's like doing what he does. So Nate's a very good brawler. Like he he's landing his shots too. Don't get me wrong. But Leon's just teeing off on him. And then with like one minute or something like that in the fifth round, Nate lands this crazy one-two punch, man. Literally one-two right like right on the jaw. And Leon's like stumbling, like almost KO. Um, 
And for some reason, I don't really know why, but Nate didn't push like really hard at that point. Um, I, if I, I know I'm not a professional fighter. I just thought he probably would have like, you know, tried to go land another third, but he stood there and taunted him instead. Um, but Nate almost finished the fight with like a minute left after losing the entire fight, um, which is typical Nate Diaz fashion, man. You know, he always comes out, puts on a show. He might get beat up, but he's also going to do some beating down as well. Um, I saw a sports analyst, I forget who it was, but they literally tweeted out, I would rather fight a black bear than Nate Diaz. And he, <laughs> then he quoted that tweet and he said, I stand, I stand with my word. I would rather fight a black bear. Like, I, I don't know if you saw the one, two that Nate landed, but it, it was clean and it, it stumbled Leon really, really hard. So um, Nate almost came out with that win. So yeah, Nate, Nate's always been a tough guy, man. Like he's definitely Dude. someone I wouldn't want to run into in a dark alley. Um, that's him for sure. and his brother. Oh, dude, they're, no shot. they're crazy, dude. Like they are, they're tough guys. Obviously they don't win all the fights they're in, but they, they'll make you feel, feel it. Whether they win or lose, you're going to feel it the next day. So, um, did, did you, another uh, one I saw, um, was the, was Brandon Marino, I believe. He's the one that broke, uh, I don't even know how to say the guy's name, but then, then he break. That was, through. no, that wasn't his, that wasn't that fight. Oh. Um, I forget, honestly, I didn't I don't put that know what on the list. It was, I, I should have put it on the list. So Brandon Marino, he actually won the flyweight title yesterday. He did win by submission. Um, but, um, they uh so he is the first i think mexican ufc champion i believe is what it was um but he it, it was crazy um he had a literally just pushed the pace the entire time he was landing some heavy strikes um he rocked uh Federigo. I, I think that's how you pronounce it he rocked him a couple times and then uh, he ended up getting uh, taken down, and then he took he uh, sprawled, took Federigo's back, locked a body triangle, and then ended up uh, fighting for a rear naked choke for a couple of minutes, and fi- finally got his arm underneath the chin, man, and choked him out. Um, Brandon Marino looked really, really good. Um, great stand up last night. Phenomenal submission win. Um, he looked really good, man. So that was a great fight. Now, the fight that you're talking about, I have it right here. I just pulled it up. It's Paul Craig versus Jamal Hill. Um, man, I was sick. I was nauseous. Um, I watched um, – it was the last pay-per-view where Chris Weidman snapped his shin in half. Um, that made me almost puke. Um, and then watching – Paul Craig and Jamal Hill. So Paul Craig throws Jamal Hill into an arm bar and you see Jamal's Hill's arm bend like this, but the other way and his arms just like sitting there. And then the ref didn't stop the fight. And so then Paul Craig throws him in a triangle choke and he's just sitting there just fi- hammer fisting this kid's head, and you see his arm just flopping back yeah. and forth, man. And I'm just sitting there watching this, like, cringing. And um, it looked like he snapped his arm in half. And, you know, and 
everyone thought that there was going to be like significant damage and all this stuff. He actually only dislocated his arm. Everyone thought it was a broken arm, but it was only a dislocation. He went to the hospital. They popped it back in place. Um, and I think he's good to go, you know? So I'm glad his arm's not snapped in half because that's sure what it seemed like. Um, but that was my, that was like one of the top grossest things I've ever seen in my life. You know, um, that, that was gross. Yeah. The video did not look good. I, I didn't really, uh, want to watch it, but it's, it's hard to look away. I know, uh, there's a few people like Nick Merckx and, and things like that saying, why, why can't I take my, my head (laughs) off this? Why can't I take my eyes off of it? Um, I'm like, man, yeah. That's I'm literally sitting stuff. in my in my on my couch like this, like like watching through my like the cracks of my fingers. <laughs> I'm like, please stop this fight, man! Like this is gross. <sighs> oh. Yeah, and like you said, I know Weidman. What what happened to him? Uh, I, I I couldn't watch it. It's like one of those things where you don't want to watch it, but you're like peeking through your fingers, you know, like no, oh, I don't yeah. want to watch it, but you still can't take your eyes off of you're it. You're like, what? You're like, what's happening though? And you're like, I still got, I still want to know, but I don't want to watch. <laughs> right, absolutely. Uh, was there was there any other fights you wanted to talk about, Kaba? Yeah, then just the championship fight: Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori, um, Adesanya style bender. He's a boss. Um, probably the best uh, fighter in uh, one of the best fighters in the world. You know, you still have John Jones, a couple of the heavyweights and lightweights, but um, Adesanya put on a phenomenal f- performance last night, won by unanimous decision. He did whatever he wanted. Marvin Vittori just wanted to try to take him down, and he couldn't even do that. Um, so it wasn't even that great of a title fight, but Adesanya looked great. Um, but yeah, other than that, that was the real fights. Um, it was a pretty solid uh performance so awesome yeah I, I we were gonna try watching it in lake norris but you know how that is there's like 20 of us and we're out on a boat all day in the sunshine uh with we had a few coolers with us and let's just say we came back with the coolers empty so um you guys drank you know all the water in the cooler yeah we did we drank-, drank all the water <laughs> there's a few capri suns too that we finished so um <laughs> Oh, so man. last episode, Kyle, but you know, the, it's kind of funny. I kind of like it. I'm starting to enjoy it. We get at least a couple comments every video of like people trying to troll us or, you know, tell us these episodes suck. Um, what that, that's there's good that for one us. It's pretty consistent. Yeah. yeah. There's that one guy that's pretty consistent. He literally yeah. comments on every episode. So, yeah. Um, but someone asked since you know we were talking we talk sports a lot. I don't think they agreed with something we said last week, um, and they asked if we played sports growing up. Um, so figured I, I think we've talked about it a little bit bit before, but we might as well come back to this before we jump into to some more sports talk, um, so that you guys understand. You know we do have a little background with it. So Cobb, if you want to go ahead and you know explain what sports you played growing up and and so on. Yeah, I never played any sports. Um, I stayed inside, played video games all day. Um, not not athletic, um, you know, subpar uh, video game player as well. <laughs> I, no, I just played. So I've played uh, – so growing up, I played soccer um, from like little soccer, from like kindergarten or whatever, all the way up till sixth grade. And I stopped playing. And then throughout that whole time, I played basketball. Um, I played – Football from my 
seventh grade year of of middle school all the way up till the beginning of my junior year of high school. And then I had to have three knee surgeries who stopped that stopped my football from proceeding. Um, I wrestled in eighth grade. I also played little league baseball, but baseball wasn't my jam, but I played basketball pretty much my entire life. Um, and then football was my big one as well. Um, once I, once uh, I started playing that my dad ironically wouldn't let me play football until middle school to help prevent knee injuries. And then, you know, three knee surgeries later, here I am. Here we are, man. Uh, Yeah, so, but yeah, played a little bit of everything. Uh, Master at none, but pretty damn good at all of them, so. Great, so so you do have a little bit of background with playing with sports. Uh, You know, myself, I... I grew up playing, I did the same thing. It was like the soccer, you know, when I was real young, whether that was at the field house with indoor soccer or, or at the park for the outdoor soccer league. Um, and then, you know, I played football since I was in kindergarten uh, through, I played, you know, all four years in, in high school. And then I also played two years in college at Otterbein. Uh Basketball, I played up until my sophomore year of high school baseball I played up until my freshman year of high school and uh, you know grew up with the bitty league stuff with baseball there's tournaments all throughout the summer like every weekend uh, AAU basketball just all that stuff so you know it was sports all year round um, sometimes it was two sports at the same time so that's yeah. you know we grew up on that Cabo. that's one of the reasons why we enjoy sports so much and enjoy talking about it uh, so hopefully that just kind of shows you guys that didn't know, you know, we did grow up and played uh, a majority of sports that we almost yeah. we talked about, you know, I, I even I, did track and field. I did yeah, track and field. I go. forgot about that, honestly. And like, I think it was in eighth grade. I, I threw and no, it was my freshman year. I played, I did uh shot put and discus. So I've done, awesome. I've done almost everything, you know, yeah. master at none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of oh, master man. of, of none uh the new york giants are in the nfc east so uh, we'll go ahead and talk about them this is the last division we're going to talk about or that we need to talk about and you know i i think it, we saved the worst for last uh i don't know how you, you said feel best about really that, wrong best nah, really wrong i meant what i said and, and you heard what i said okay uh no i'm just kidding kind of um no the end <laughs> NFC East, guys. So last year, I mean, we talked about this. Cobb is a Giants fan. Last year was a really weird year, uh, weird season for this division. Uh, what everyone finished with a losing record, right? If yeah. I remember correctly, everyone but, finished with a losing record. So it was a race for for the playoff spot to to be the winner of the NFC East, but it wasn't like the normal race you see for a winner of a division. So not like a nine, nine, 10 win season. It was like four, five, six. Yeah, it was, it was a really weird season. Um, But opening up here, Kava, uh, it seems like the race is kind of, kind of close here, but opening up is what they like to call America's team. um, And, and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Cowgirls. (laughs) <laughs> they're opened up as the favorites uh then the washington football team's right behind them and then your boys are third um with the new york giants and then right behind them uh finishing at the bottom of the leaderboard are the eagles um which i don't know looking at this man it's i i, I don't know if i can pick one uh you know <laughs> because the thing is, is each team has like 
has some good football players. You know, yeah. each team does. There's promise on each of these teams. It just depends on who shows up this year and who doesn't. I mean, even at the bottom of the board, the Eagles, you know, Jalen Hurts, I'm excited to see what he has to offer. And then obviously them getting Devontae Smith, Smith, which is Jalen's boy from college. Uh, you know, and Devontae was the Heisman winner last year. The Eagles already have, you know, they have Zach Ertz, top five tight end in the league. Um, you know, so they're going to be kind of exciting to watch. I'm, I'm kind of curious to yeah. see what they had to offer. Um, you know, your boys, which you can kind of go in with on that, is Daniel Jones seems to have promise, and he could be a really good quarterback in this league. But is he going to jump, you know, jump that hurdle this year? Is he going to be able to make the leap or not? That's going to that's gonna be a big question with them and obviously the health of Saquon Barkley, which speaking of him, Kaba, I had the second pick last year. For the first time, I had like a real good pick in the fantasy draft, and I wasted it on Barkley. Don't get hey, me started. You're not the only one. I did the same thing in one of my leagues. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, so, man, I was so sad. I'm, I'm not going to draft him. For me. No matter how good yeah. he is, I'm never drafting him in the fantasy draft <laughs> Anyhow, what do you think about your boys this year? You know, looking at the division across the board, I think it's going to be tough. Um, the You know, the Giants, I, as much as I want to say, yeah, we're going to come out, we're going to win the division, I would love to see that happen. I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen. There's potential that it could happen. If we, if everyone plays as bad as they did last year, the Giants could definitely pull away and win. Um, we have some talent. We have our defense is, is looking good. Um, it, it's going to be a lot of, you know, is Danny Dimes going to be able to throw the ball? Can our offensive line block? And how healthy is Saquon? You know, can we keep him healthy? Um, we, we've made some really good progress in the offseason, you know. Um, so it, it's just coming together as a team and, and playing well. Um, like you said, the Eagles, they have a lot of talent on their team. They have an opportunity to maybe be a contender to win the division. Um, then you have the Washington football team, man. They, they played pretty well last year. Um, you know, I, I know they have a lot of, they have a, a bright future. They like to think they're, they're on the up and coming. Um, and, you know, I, I just hope this division isn't a laughing stock like it was last year, man, personally. That, that's like my biggest thing. Um, and then if you look at it on paper, the Cowboys should be the uh, landslide favorites. But last year with Dak going down and everything, that wasn't very good. Um, obviously, the games that Dak was even in, the Cowboys did not look good. They, they didn't look like a superior team, even though if you look at their roster, you're like, man, this is one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, so it, it's going to be this division as, you know, the ranking goes, I think this division is wide open as it could possibly gets. And I think Zeke better play his tail off or else he's going to be playing for another football team next year. Um, I, see, let's stick on Zeke for a second, Kava. I, I've been thinking about this and, you know, I, I know I'm an Ohio or not. I know I'm not an Ohio State fan, right? Um, I'm not a Cowboys fan per se. My mom is, uh, but Zeke, um, I, I I honestly think he's never going to reach his full potential again. I think you know with running backs, you see this a lot. They they have a couple good years, but then you know all that mileage, all that running, and getting hit every play that they have the ball as much as they do. 
you, you don't see them be able to to get back to where they were. So, you know, he's had these injury problems. Literally. <clears throat> he has had a lot of miles, you know, he, he's ran a lot um, with, with his tenor there at, uh, at in Dallas. But I, I just don't think that he's ever going to be the Zeke that he once was. And I, I, I don't see him being a cowboy for much longer. And honestly, he might, you know, get a, another contract somewhere else. But I don't see him being like the the running back. I could see him being like you know one A or one B and and getting in yep. with someone else splitting splitting time. But I just don't see him being the guy that's in there on all three downs. Um, you know, this year I think the Cowboys will I still agree. have him there, but I, I just don't think he's has a whole lot left in his tank on on being the the one and only running back. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I, I, I'm right there with you. I think it's one of those things. Um, where he had a couple outstanding years, you know? Um, and then, I mean, as a running back, you're getting hit every play, so on and so forth. And it, it, it's one of those things, man, it wears down on you. But, uh, you know, it would be nice to see him succeed. But at the same time, you know, he's in the same division as his Giants. So uh, hopefully not, you know, or if you, if you do, if you do start playing well, just make sure it's not the weeks that we're playing, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, it's one of those things. The Cowboys on paper are a great team. Zeke might be towards the end of his time there in Dallas. I mean, we'll we'll know when when uh, when Jerry Jones decides to stop paying his salary. So, uh, and I'm sure we'll hear all about it. But um, yeah, I mean, it, with this division across the board, man, it, it's a big question mark. Um, and you know, the Cowboys should come out and take it, take it all away. You know, it should be theirs, but, uh, you, we, we won't know until, uh, the football starts getting thrown and ran, you know? Absolutely. Uh, one other thing with this division is last year, you know, obviously what the Washington football team made the playoffs, um, in a season <laughs> where Ron Rivera, um, which I love him as a, he's a great guy. Um, but he's a great coach as well, but he was going through a lot Kyle, last year with his cancer treatments and, you know, finally, uh, he he was in remission, and he was able to um, lead the team. Um, you know, he wasn't able to be there every day. There's coaches that obviously stepped in for him, but he was on the phone or on the Zoom calls and things like that to to help with some of the decisions. And um, you know, he was able to help lead the team to a playoff spot, which was just awesome to see with everything he had to go through last year. So. Um, here's my prediction in this division. I really do think – I think Dallas is going to take the division this year. I'm, I'm not sure, you know, if they're going to really make it too far in the playoffs. We'll see. You know, if, if they hit the, the stride at the right time, the Cowboys could be a dangerous playoff team. But they just have to come full circle, and they never have really been able to, you know, uh, click on all cylinders. So, you know, if they can get that going and if, if Zeke's, you know, plays – fairly Zeke like, and then CD lamb. I think he's going to be a heck of a receiver in this league. If he, if he can get, get going out there. And then obviously Amari Cooper, I don't think Amari has too much time left, but other than that, I would say I'd have to pull for the Cowboys. I think uh, the giants are going to, you know, come in strong towards the end of the season and uh, be a, be a threat, you know? Yeah. Yeah. uh, I, I won't rain on your parade. So yeah, that's a, that's a good take, <laughs> hey, Alpha. You, good I, take. I feel like a Cleveland Browns fan. There's, there's always <laughs> next year. 
yeah. We're going to get him next year. It's a good mindset uh, to have, Calvin, just to let you exactly. know. Exactly. Okay? You know, this is our year, and then we'll see after week five. We'll see what happens. And then, <laughs> right. and then we'll talk about, um, you know, <laughs> what, what my real prediction is. There we go. Yeah. We'll leave it at that for now, okay? Um, Yes, sir. So, yeah, guys, um, you know, that wrapped up kind of our breakdown of each division and, you know, the opening odds for each division. So, uh, obviously, we're going to keep talking about the NFL um, as the season gets closer, you know, and training camp's going to start next week, I believe, for for most teams. Or not training – yeah, the training camp will start – actually, it's in a couple weeks now. I think it's in July when the real training camps really get going. Um, So, anyhow – you know, what else is going on in the sports world right now? We have uh, the NBA playoffs is the big thing. Um, and I actually watched some basketball this weekend because some of the guys really enjoy watching it. So I was able to watch uh, some more playoff basketball than I really have been watching when I'm home. So, you know, the first one we're going to talk about is the Jazz, the Utah Jazz. They're up 2-1 to one on the Clippers. Uh, they had a chance to go up 3-0 last night, and the, the Clippers just came out firing. Uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George both had over 30 points. Um, So, obviously, when that happens, Clippers most likely are going to win the game uh, when both of those guys are firing like they were last night. But, you know, I I said it once and I'll say it again. I'm rooting for the Jazz. I I don't want the Clippers or Nets to win this thing. So, hopefully the Jazz can, you know, pull off two more victories. Uh, They have game four um, in L.A. uh, Either, I I believe it's tomorrow. So, yeah, man, uh, the Jazz had the, the overall uh, best record this year, and they're proving themselves. You know, a lot of people were, were counting them out, but so far they've been playing tough against the Clippers. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. We, we, I, I really want to see the Jazz play play well, man. Uh, I want to see them beat the Clippers. You know, I'm not a huge fan uh, of uh, – the Clippers, but, uh, you know, I want to see Donovan Mitchell, you know, exceed and, and maybe get a championship this year. But, you know, there, there's a lot of, a lot of games left, especially the Clippers are a very tough team. So, you know, it, it's still a long series. Being up 2-1 doesn't guarantee anything. So, No, absolutely not. Um, you know, in, in the Nets, uh, they started off 2-0 lead over the Bucks, but now uh, the Bucks were able to win the last game this weekend to make it a 2-1 series yep. uh, lead for the Nets. And, you know, the Bucks. I, I think the 76ers in the East had the best matchup against the Nets. So it's not going to worry me too much if, you know, the Nets beat the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks are just as good as, you know, what everyone thinks they are. I really don't. Uh, Giannis is obviously good, but, you know, against a team like the Nets, they just don't have enough firepower. Um, Giannis – has his days where he'll be a superstar and then there's some games where he just doesn't show up. So, I mean, we'll see though. Um, maybe they'll get some momentum here with uh, grabbing game three and, and see what they can do against the Nets. You know, James, James Harden's been hurt, but dude, let's be honest. It doesn't matter if one of those guys are hurt. You still have Kyrie, you have KD, you have Blake Griffin that's playing well. Now you have all these all-stars on this team. And I keep hearing excuses like, Oh, James Harden's hurt. Who cares? You still have three superstars on your team. You know, literally, you're okay if one of them doesn't get to play. Um, I don't yeah. want to hear that as an excuse, you know, if they would end up losing a series. Um, but I, I still, I was watched a little bit of, of the Nets game, but I just, I can't watch them, man. I, I can't, I, I can't get behind it. 
and it just kind of aggravates me watching them. Um, yeah, but but we'll Definitely see. Hopefully, Giannis the... steps up, dude. Yeah, I want to see Giannis beat this team. Like that would be a huge mile marker in his career. I know we talked to last week about like seeing a TikTok. Is 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 he a Hall of Famer? Which obviously he has a lot to prove. But beating a team like this in a playoff series would be a lot for his resume um, in the coming years. Obviously, you know you want to still go win out, go win the championship. But beating a team like that, that that's uh, big time. So, no, absolutely. So we'll see how that series comes out. the The one series right now, Kaba, that's kind of a runaway, um, is the Phoenix Suns. Do they look phenomenal right now? They are hitting every good. shot. They are up 3-0 against the Nuggets. And, you know, the Nuggets aren't bad. They have, obviously, the MVP. Um, and then the thing with the Nuggets, though, is Jamal Murray's out, which is their, you know, biggest scorer on the team. Um, in regards to playmaking and ball handling, uh, Murray's, you know, the guy for them. But the Suns yep. are just – they're hitting on all cylinders, man. They, they look phenomenal. They're shooting freaking crazy from the three-point line. And – you know, I love watching Devin Booker play basketball. He's awesome. He's so smooth. But you know what's awesome is Chris Paul is probably the best leader they could have on that team. Like, he fits in perfect with yeah. the team they have. Um, you know, obviously, there's a lot of veterans out there that that have good leadership skills. But Chris Paul just fits so well into that system they have there. And he's he's shown Devin Booker and all these young guys because they're a fairly young team, Calvin. And they are looking good right now. Yeah, I totally agree, man. Um, you know, the Sun, the Suns are are the team to really watch out for. They're they're hitting everything. And with Chris Paul's leadership, man, I know uh, he's been in the league for a long, long time. He's seen a lot of things and has a lot of experience. And I, I definitely think he's he's a good general to have out on the floor with him. So. Um, especially for like a, a young team, like you said. So, no, I, I honestly, I, I don't like saying this because I don't want to jinx them. But the Suns have a good <laughs> chance. The Suns have a really good chance if they were. That's who I'm rooting for right now for the rest of the year. Is that you know the Suns? I want them to win it all. <clears throat> but um, I mean, we'll see. Obviously, if they end up getting out of the West, playing against you know the Nets, uh, that's a tough matchup for them. But. Yeah. If they keep shooting the way they have, they're going to have a chance against anyone. So that's going to be really interesting to see if they can continue that hot streak and, and see what they do uh, in the upcoming weeks. Uh, and then the last one, uh, the 76ers, they're up 2-1 against the Hawks. Uh, you know, the first the first game, the Hawks came out firing Trey Young. Um, he's, a, he's an awesome young superstar. I think he has a bright future in this league. Um, but I just don't think he has enough help right now to, to be able to beat a team like the 76ers. Um, <clears throat> I still don't think the 76ers are, you know, living up to the hype. You know, they have all these nah. young uh, superstars that were supposed to be just crazy. Joel Embiid, he's a, he's a good basketball player. Don't get me wrong. But Ben Simmons, he's an athlete, but there's a lot of things he needs to work on uh, in regards to basketball. And uh, – I don't know. There's just something about the Sixers, man, that just they don't click. They, just, they don't click. No, they, they can't pull it together, man. When you look at this team on paper, they should be – especially like they've been together for a few years. Um, you know, when you see them on paper, you're like, wow, man, this team, they're dangerous. 
But dude, they're not making any noise. They're literally not. They're not being. They're not sweeping people left and right. Um, and it's one of those things, you know. I, I think the Sixers will pull off this series, but you know, I, I mean, watch we, we <laughs> the Sixers go and win the championship this year. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, to this point, they they just it's not impressive. I mean, they should be a a killer team. And they're just not that, you know. So it, it's one of those things. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited to see how the rest of these uh, series turns out. <clears throat> Obviously, we'll be able to talk about that next episode. But long story short, guys, with this episode is Cobb and I are ready to fight a TikToker or a YouTuber. Um, they can come right to us, and, and we'll get it set up. Uh, second of all, you know. Put me in. I will say that my opinion on it, and you know, this says the truth behind it, behind these fights is obviously it's a money maker. Um, it's a money making thing. You know, maybe some of these guys really do have beef with each other, and I guess that's a good way to get the beef out. And it's better than, like I said, than tweeting or making a YouTube or a TikTok video about it. Um, so I can respect that, but for the most part, this is for the money. Uh, but hey, I, I, I can't blame them. I just can't. Yeah, I can, I just can't get with it. I, I I can't be a fan of it. Um, I just can't do that. But you know, it it is what it is. These guys are making more money than uh, Cobb and I are, so I I can't really say anything. Um, so <laughs> I'll leave it at that. It <laughs> I'll leave yeah. it at that. Um, yeah. Another thing, a, a couple things to hit Cobb is I'm wearing a, a new hat here. It's the the Lone Wolf. Um, this stands for Lone Wolf Fitness. Um, there, there's someone that, that we're working with right now and we have, we'll have a code down below. It's a fitness apparel company and they have book bags and like workout bags. And it looks like army bags, essentially they have all kinds of things. Yeah. So the link will be down below. And we also have a discount code for that. If you guys, you know, I love this hat. It kind of reminds me of the alpha land or alpha elite hat. Um, you have, it's a great, great hat to work, uh, work out in. And I know they have a bunch of workout clothes, Kava, for both men and women. So if you guys are into that stuff, be sure to check out the link down below and, and you'll get a 10%, 10 discount if you use our code. So um, that's obviously exciting for us as well. And then, yep. you know what? I have about one sip left of this glitch. Um, and I, I think I, he likes it. I really do. It, it tastes great. Obviously, there's a lot more flavors I need to try before I can pick a favorite, but like I said, I, I was able to to sip on some pink lemonade this episode. So, um, glitch, I have to say, uh, the first test has passed on my end. Um, I'm pulling like up said, the website I, right now. It, it's it's been a long day, um, you know, a long drive for me, and this definitely got me through the last hour and a half. Um, so. Uh, I do enjoy it, but I, I'll keep you guys updated. Cabo will keep you updated once we try more flavors and, and kind of let it, let you guys know our favorite because there are a lot of uh, flavors to pick from. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this. So it, it was definitely good. Yeah. It lived up to, to the expectations, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. I literally I, – I have it in my – I have it in my cart right now. I'm getting ready to check out and order my order my stuff right now. And then I'll awesome. give it a review next week. Hopefully, hopefully it should be here by next week. You got yours pretty quick. So um, yeah, it, yeah. It does codes down below. Quick. Use the code. I'm gonna use the code. You guys better use the code. 
Absolutely. And, you know, um, let us know if you guys do order. Send us a picture on one of our social medias. Um, tag us. Send us a picture. Yeah, tag us. And, you know, we'll be sure to share that um, share that with you guys or for you guys. And, and yeah, just let us know what your guys' favorite flavors is of that. And and I'm I'm just really excited, man. This, this stuff's really good. And Glitch seems like a really great company. So hopefully we're able to, to work with them for a long time and uh see how that goes but other than that kava um on my end if you guys obviously could like uh this this video that would help us out tremendously and obviously if you're not subscribed to the channel please subscribe um that that hit the button way hit the bell hit the bell um that just gives you notifications we we release a new video podcast full episode every sunday uh unless there's technical difficulties, then, you know, <laughs> but we've, we've been on a hot streak, so knock on wood. Um, and then yeah. <laughs> also we post two YouTube shorts, you know, a minute or less video of, uh, you know, kind of the highlight of our, of our previous episode. And then our Instagram uh, is down below. Our Twitter's down below. We post pretty much on all these every single day. Um, you know, we post reels every day on Instagram, Twitter. We at least try, uh, tweeting a few times and we love interacting with you guys. So please just, just tweet at us. Um, we love talking with you guys. So other than that, that's all I had to say. Um, I like to leave it at, you know, let's be the reason someone smiles today. I hope I sound better. I have a new mic. It's actually the same as what Kaba has. So hopefully this sounds a little bit better than normal. So we're, we're on the come up with making this podcast the best we can for you guys. So that was just one step of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Steel, I think, definitely sounds pretty crispy today. So, um, yeah, I just want to appreciate. I say I appreciate you guys for checking out our videos every week. And, you know, um, don't forget to use the code for Glitch. I literally just ordered mine. Just ordered it. So mine's going to be coming in soon. I wanted the Black Shaker, but, you know, they're all out of it. That's okay, though. Um, uh, me, me and Steel can be twinning. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so like the video. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and tune in throughout the week to watch our little short clips, our YouTube shorts, um, and all of our socials are down below. Thank you guys for all the love and support you guys give us every single week, and we'll see you next time for episode 21. Peace out, guys.